0: The following audio content is a talk from Convergence, a service for young adults at University Presbyterian Church in Seattle, Washington. For more information, please visit our website at upc.org forward slash young adults. Tonight we're continuing on in this, in the, uh, in this dating series, and, um, and we're going to talk about something tonight that you're going to have to hang with me a little bit um, and uh, see if we can get there together. Um, we're going to talk about dropping old roles in the dating relationship, dropping old roles in the, rela- in, a re- in, re- as in the dating relationship and beginning to live into a new identity. Now, I tried to come up with a really fancy title for that. I don't have one. Um, I, the, the, uh, but that really is the essence of if, if nothing else in the talk makes sense tonight, that really is the point. We've got to drop old roles and live into a new identity and relationship. So we're going to get into that tonight. The, 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 the precursor to that is is this idea that... I don't know if you, any of you have this experience. You go off to college or you go off to a new city or you go off to a new job or something where suddenly people are putting you in a different role. In the counseling world, we, we have a, a, a way of thinking. One lens of thinking is what we call systems thinking. And systems thinking is pretty straightforward. What it basically means is that we look at people in the role they play in the system in which they are in. The idea of systems is that no person functions all by themselves. That when I put you in work, there's a system. When I put you in family, there's a system. When I put you with your friends, there's a system. And that in each system, there's this sort of magnetic pull to form into a certain role that you begin to act out, play out. You can even find yourself changing how you walk, how you talk, how you dress, what kind of music you listen to. It's pretty fascinating. The roles that we play are tough. What systems theory says is that changing a role is a lot of work. But that a lot of times the reason why we keep getting what we get is because we keep playing the same role over and over and over and over again. Now we're going to get into a little bit of this. This, for Paul... This idea of stepping into a new identity and moving out of an old role, for him, this was a huge discipleship issue. And so he's riding to the, to the, to the church in Ephesus, which is this gigantic city, one of the biggest cities in the world at that time. Um, second to Rome, it's a huge in and out, lots of different cultures are coming, they're about a mile from port um, there is a gigantic religion that's going on that's all that, that is all around uh, this this young church that's coming up, and Paul is trying to write into the middle of this. He's probably writing from prison somewhere. He's riding into the midst of this conflict, and he's basically got this argument going on between the Jews that were con- converts to Christianity and the people that were Gentiles that converted directly to Christianity. And he's, they're basically they're trying to work out: Do we need to get circumcised? Do I need to go through all this stuff to become a Jew and then become a Christian? This is this sort of like a Jewish stop on the way to Christianity? And they're trying to figure this stuff out. And he's saying, "Well," if, if, and the, the Jewish people say, "Well, if they don't have to do this." Why did I have to do this? Which is a fair question. You can see some guys walking around going, that stinks, you know. <laughs> I could have bypassed that, you know. Okay, well, you know what, and I'm not going to go into any details. Um, but you can see there's some tension going on. They are saying, so, well, shoot, if they don't have to become like us, well, then maybe we can just go and act like them. And there's this whole big conflict. And what Paul is talking about, Paul is saying, listen, 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 listen. Put this aside because jesus christ and what he's doing here is he's lifting up christ he's saying jesus christ the head of the whole church is basically calling you by name and saying man i have got a calling for you that transcends either one of these roles i want to call you forward into a new identity i've got something bigger it's not a or b it's something way bigger beyond. It's C, D, E, and F. It's something way different than what you're, what you're talking about. It's this identity. And I don't know how to describe it. And This is where it gets a little tricky for me, and I don't want to form, <laughs> formulate, make it too formalized. For me, it's that sense in, inside me that in certain places, in certain times, I have that spiritual itch where I kind of know I'm called to something more. You know what I'm talking about? I tried to get this thing down. How do you describe this? It's that sense. You're in a relationship. You're you're starting the day. You're doing something. But you can feel yourself under stress doing certain things that maybe you did back when you were 14 or 15 years old. You come back from college. You come back from that workplace. And you've got a new way of being, and suddenly, you know, like, you, back, and in that, in those places, someone asks you to move something or ask you to do something, you're like, fine, no problem, I can serve. You know, you, you, we're all here at church, we, we, we come in and we can do all these things, and then we go back home and mom asks us to move the same thing, and we're like, I don't move things. You know, I don't move stuff. You move that. you know. I'm standing up for myself all over again. You know? And then we find ourselves going back or pouting or we go into the silent treatment or we get really loud or whatever we did back then. We find ourselves in that place where you're like, ah, I got that itch. There's something in me that I can, I can feel this spiritual sense that Jesus is saying, man, I've got something that is more you that I'm calling you forward to. Does that make sense so far? This is something that I don't know how to get it completely clear if you haven't experienced This is stuff we'll just have to keep talking about. It. If you've got a Bible, some of you do, look into Ephesians chapter 4. And uh, I was not on my game today, so I, we don't have the verses up today. Um, so you're just gonna, If you don't have it, you're just going to have to listen on it, or you can look on with somebody uh, who's got a Bible with you, um, and uh, we'll read together. So he's talking about he's getting into the middle of this argument, and he's saying you. He's ta- talking to these people in the church in Ephesus. He says, you ever did not come to know Christ this way? Surely you heard of him and were taught in him in accordance with the truth that is in Jesus. You were taught with regard to your former way of life. To put off your old self. Literally the Greek right there is to lay aside. Literally talk about who let me see ask, who who here is like under five five? Great. Who's got a you're perfect. Can I borrow it? can I borrow this sweatshirt of yours? Is that alright? Sorry about this. I don't mean to be a here. Awesome. Okay. 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 So This is my favorite sweatshirt. I've had it for years. I wear it all the time. I grew up with it. And um, um, I won't do this to your sweatshirt, I promise. Um, But, uh, and, uh, you know, I mean, I love it because it keeps me warm and um, it's red, you know. Um, You know, I can make great points with it, you know. I can just talk and then go, you see what I'm saying? Like that, and just go like that. On a hot day, I can fan myself. It's really great. Um, I can't zip it or butt- button it. I can't do that. Essentially, what Paul's saying, I'm just going to keep the sun for a while. Well, essentially, what Paul is saying is listen, you guys, we're all kind of walking around with old clothes that don't fit anymore. you got a role that you used to have, and hi, uh, you can take a picture of this? Really? Really? You're going to? Oh, man. Oh, man. The, uh, <laughs> so he's saying, listen, essentially you're walking around and you've got these old garments on and you're trying to do new things. He's saying in discipleship, he says, listen, this isn't a matter of salvation. When you said yes to Jesus Christ, you ought, that that is a done deal. Your soul, what? You can't take me seriously? You can't, can you? I really need to get out of this. But I have to hold on to it for just one second because the point isn't right. He's saying, listen, discipleship, part of discipleship, which is a part of dating, is essentially... Uh. He's saying, you got to take this off. you got to get rid of this old... Thank you so much. Everybody, you got to give her a hand. What's your name? Kate. Kate. Thank you, Kate. Um, I could not have prepped a better sweater for that, <laughs> that point. He's saying, listen, and you'll never forget that. Um, the, the, the idea is he's saying, listen, we're all walking around with these old clothes that we were given when we were kids, old roles. And he's saying that part of discipleship is that we got to put this old role off. We got to take off this old way. Now, the first thing I want to talk to. To, to you about tonight is, is, is a little bit of how to do that and then what Paul's going to tell them and, and what to do instead. So first thing I want to challenge you to do is you've got to identify the old role you come from. Some of this is going to be talking uh, with each other, but just saying, what's the role you play? Now some of you, I'm going to talk about three, but there are a lot of them. The first role is the rescuer. Now for those of you who come The rescuer, you got to give them credit, because this is a tough role um, to fulfill. And for those of you who had parents that were um, under-functioning in some way, um, maybe in the heat of of a discussion, they would collapse, or maybe they would have something where there was a sense of dad working, but there was always that feeling in the air that the the finances were going to collapse at any moment. And so, or, or I'll tell you, there, you know, there, there's some of you that, that grew up with maybe one parent that wasn't quite around enough. And so you always felt like if you could just kind of fill their role then everything would be okay. It's a tough role, rescuer. There is a sense in your mind that, and this isn't something that we're thinking about, but this is. there's this idea that we can be about rescuing something. You can go into your work, and it's just about ready to go bankrupt. And so you decide that you're just going to give everything you can to this role. Now, this may work great at your work. This may work great if you're a lifeguard. I want the rescuers to be my lifeguards. The guys that aren't rescuers, they're like, eh, he's, he probably will learn to swim. Let him go. That's not what I want. I want the guys that, and the gals that, can, that are willing to go and sacrifice you know, their, their, themselves to over the waves and sharks and all that stuff to come and get me. But it doesn't work when you're dating. The rescuee. Role number two. My little niece Sonia, such a great little girl, so great, so intelligent, she really is she's just uh, she inspires me all the time. She from the get go has always had her own sense of style she and this is one of the things I love about how my my sister and her husband have raised her they 've always let style be her choice, so in the morning she 's laying out. Halloween sweatshirt. It's, you know, whatever, February. It doesn't matter. It's orange and black. She loves that. And then she's going to go with the snow white dress today. Put those together, and that's a good combo. <laughs> At church, they, she loves, she'll just trump right on in there. She's just so proud. She just sits down and just says, I'm looking good. You know, and she's four. Um, so she's got, she's always had this. Now, as she got, like she's, she's, she's a little bit older now. As she went to Disneyland, She got super into all those little princess outfits. You know what I'm talking about? The ones that they're, they've got every, Disney's not dumb. They've got every single costume and she's got every single one of them and she loves, it doesn't matter how for for her it's like, kind of like to let you know that this is a special occasion. She will put on one of her little outfits and she comes in and she's great. Now here's the deal. I love that she has that costume. I hope she's not still wearing those when she's in her 20s. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's a great thing for when you're a little kid. That whole story works. There's somebody that needs rescuing... They can't do anything for themselves except sing soprano. They do, and, and and make a great home for birds, you know, as they send them off. That's all they can do. But save themselves? No, they can't. They have no muscles. They can't. There's nothing for them. And so, what do they need? They need somebody. Here I come to save the day. You know, somebody to come in and take do, and do this. They need each other. Does that make sense? Now, listen. Here's the second role that we can come in to a dating relationship that's an old role. It's a little tiny Kate sweatshirt. You don't fit it anymore. It doesn't work. So you come in there and you, you're still playing out this old story that somewhere you probably did need to be rescued. There probably wasn't. This is, There probably was a situation that fell out of control that felt scary to you, that felt overwhelming, where as a little kid, you did not have the power to get out of it. You did not have the strength. You did not have the insight. You didn't have the wisdom. You didn't have the say. You didn't have the finances. You didn't know how to drive. It's a big deal. Little kids locked into a situation that can't get out because they can't get anywhere. It's a hard place. But it doesn't work to try and fill that bucket with your guy. He can never, ever, 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 <laughs> ever, 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 ever <laughs> fill that bucket. Does it make sense? And you will wear him out. or vice versa. Or vice versa. exactly. There's a lot of people that come in. Thank you. That's actually true. It goes both ways. It just, and especially, you, you know, and this goes, this transcends gender, by the way. You come in as the rescuer, and you keep needing to rescue that person. They're like, no, really, I'm good. No, you're not. <laughs> you know, <laughs> probably not. You're, you know, and you keep trying over and over and over again to rescue the out. You can wear them out. The rescuer and the rescuee. I want to challenge you today. If you've got that in you, I've got a little bit of that in me. i got a little bit of the rescuer in me, and I've got to just keep it in check. And i got to remember there are certain triggers that come along that make me want to put that little tiny red Kate sweatshirt back on. That's the rescuer. I know where it came from. I know why I have it. I also know how to, how great it feels to take it off. Now this is... I'm going to give you something here. This means that at some point in your life you probably are going to have some tears to shed over a bucket that didn't get filled or a storyline that's impossible. It's hard to leave it. It's hard, especially if the parent you come from is still acting out their role. Mom still can't get it together. Dad's still on the point of collapse. That's tough. At some point, saying, Lord, so that I can walk into the new identity You have, I understand that I can't be the rescuer anymore. Lord, so that I can walk into a relationship with someone who doesn't need to rescue me, I'm going to give up needing to be rescued anymore. New identity. Literally, Paul is saying, this is a discipleship issue, People. It doesn't happen automatically because you're Christian. It means that you can step into this and choose this. This means you can follow Jesus into this. This means that you can pray for the help of the Spirit in this. To say, I want to step into the role that you have for me. He goes on. Put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its evil desires in the midst of... And be made new in the attitude of your minds. To put on the new self. Created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Now watch this. Verse 25, he says, Therefore each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to its to his neighbor. For we are all members of one body. In your anger do not sin. Do not... Let the sun go down on your anger. For those of you who have ever heard that, this is where, it, not knowing where it comes from, that's where it comes from. Do not give the devil a foothold. He who has been stealing must steal no longer. I've heard it once said that every sin ultimately boils down to stealing. But must work doing something useful with his own hands that he may have something to share with those in need. Now, listen to this. Do you see what he's doing with these people? Does this new vision of what he's talking about look weaker or stronger? Get it? What he's saying is I want you to grow up, I want you to begin to start taking not a combative stance. But a, strong, a stronger stance... Oh, by the way, that's I forgot. That's the third, the third role I wanted to give you. It's perfect for here. Some of you, and me included, I can do this, can step into the role of the warrior. That's a big one. For some of you, life has always been and always seems like a battle. There's always somebody winning and somebody losing. There's some cause... Now listen... This is a great thing to take into some situation like um, you know, going into uh, for some charity work or some missional work where you're literally going in and, and you're going to fight corruption. Great chance to go use that, to step into that. It doesn't work in dating. When you see the dating relationship as a battle or a war, and this is something you're going to have to check yourself on this one. That's an old role. And that turns conversations into no-win situations. That turns navigating together and leading together and, and choosing life together into an impossible, impossible scenario. Because there's it starts this generating like a tornado. It starts to generating this, this power struggle. For some of you you know this, you go into jobs, and this is the thing about roles. We walk around them, and it's almost like we're wearing the suit of like magnets. It's like we're walking around, all of a sudden, we're just walking around, all of a sudden, oh, wow, great, I found someone I can battle against. Is that great? Because he also is a battler, right? And we can get, get, you know, going in this thing, we don't even know what's happening, but once again, my boss is just that way. Funny, you've worked for four people just like that. You understand what I'm saying? This is old roles. And that's okay. It's no shame. I, I can do this too. And it took me a couple bosses before I realized, you know what? I need to work for an encourager. I need to work for an encourager. I need encouragement. I need to work for somebody that, that loves to look at everybody's strengths and go, awesome. So I'm going to get ready to turn down some jobs because there were a lot of managers out there that that's not their gifting, but that's what I need so that I don't step into my old role. Does that make sense? Part of the reason that Paul is talking about this is he's saying, listen, I want you to start stepping into a new role so that you can have the life that I want for you. I know the life you've had. I know the picture that you come from. I know the scenario that you work out of. But I want you to think about taking that off, stepping in and putting on a new attitude is the word he's using. Literally, he's talking about a spirit of the mind. He's talking about this idea of the whole gist of how you think needs to start changing. Does that make sense? This is a discipleship issue. So, Becoming the new person. One, you've got to identify the old role that you have played. Is it the rescuer, rescuee? Is it the warrior? Is it the timid one? Is it always the helper? What's the role that you grew up, that you know so well, so familiar with? It's almost like that weird wallpaper in your house Mm -hmm. that you don't even see anymore. Does that make sense? Oh, your wallpaper, olive green, where'd it come from? I have no idea. It's always been here. You don't understand what I'm talking about? That's how these things are. One. Second, is you need I would I'm gonna challenge I'm gonna challenge you to let go of the of the battle, let go of the old scenario, let go of the old problem that you will never, ever, 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 ever. Ever, 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 ever solve. You can never rescue somebody in a relationship. Ever. Ever, 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 ever. If you found somebody that needs to be rescued, I promise you that once you do the best you can to rescue them, they will need to be rescued again. And if you keep trying, oftentimes they'll need to be rescued from... You. You can never, ever, 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 rescue someone who needs to be rescued in a dating relationship. Ever, 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 ever. And the third one, so I want to challenge you, and what he's saying is by changing this attitude of your mind, so I want to challenge you to turn your I can'ts into we can your I can'ts into we can'ts. A little trite sounding, but it's the only way I can remember it. See, oftentimes in dating, we get into this thing and it starts swirling around and it gets tense and it gets all this old stuff gets worked up and we're we're going through all of our, the drama of it all thing and all of a sudden it's it's this idea, well, I can't do anything different. I'm just that way. I can't be a different person. I can't be level-headed. I'm just not level-headed. Scott Peck, author that, can take him or leave him sometimes, but he wrote a book called A Different Drum, and he's got this neat little vignette in there where he talks about growing up, always being told that he wasn't mechanical. So when anything mechanical would break down, he would just assume, I can't do it because what? I'm not mechanical, mechanical, right? So one time he just said, you know what? Who says I'm not mechanical? And he said, so something went wrong on his dashboard of his car, and so he decides, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to go out and spend an hour, and I'm just going to look at it. I'm just going to look at the dashboard. He starts looking at it and suddenly notices that there's a couple of bolts and a couple of, or a couple of screws underneath. He starts figuring out that underneath that this whole thing probably lifts off. And underneath this, it, he, start, he takes that off and he looks. And suddenly he discovers, whoa, there's a little fuse box. Interesting. wonder what this little thing is. He starts looking at things, he he recognizes that I think those are fuses. Goes and he, he starts figuring out that if he takes one out, the lights don't work. Puts it back in, the lights work again. Starts figuring out, and eventually, over time, he works it out, and he figures it out, and he walks out, and he goes, huh, I guess I am mechanical. I can't. You want to take it into a Christian perspective to say that God is sitting there saying, listen, I want to tell you, I want to do that new thing with you. I am so excited about you living into a new identity. You don't think you're strong? Yes, you are. We can. You don't think you can have firm boundaries? Yes, we can. You don't think you can talk about what you need? Yes, we can. Does that make sense? First one, identify the roles. Second, let go of the old, 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 old battles or problems that you can never, ever, 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 ever solve. The third one is, start to think in terms of a we, between you and God, that called you, that knows you, that made you on purpose that sees in you the core of who you're becoming wanting you in a different role a different relationship one that is anchored in Him and He does it you think about Mary and I'll close with this it's a little girl something goes wrong in her family we don't know what and as she gets to be probably about 11 or 12 years old she begins to have she starts having sex for money we don't know exactly what put her there we know somewhere along the line that 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 continued to happen and along into her adulthood we know that she encounters Jesus we know that something happens with her that's so profound at one point in time she's using her hair to try to mop up the tears that she's cried on His feet because something has taken place in her that's so revolutionary. And we know that as Jesus walks through His ministry and eventually is arrested, taken through the crowds and put up on a cross, while all the men have run away, we see this woman standing right by the cross, Living into a new identity. She wasn't strong, now she is. She couldn't stand up, now she can. She had no worth, you bet now she does. So much so that in an age when authors aren't paying attention to women, she's put in, written in by name. Jesus is in the business of taking you from where you've come from and calling you into something new, for sure. Lord Jesus, I do pray that You'll do that with all of us. I know that You want to. I pray for people right now who feel like that's impossible. I pray for the people right now who feel like they've got obstacles in front of them in their path that is that are so big that they're unmovable, that they can't. I pray, Lord, that they will walk out of here and just by faith start to say, Alright, Lord, we can I pray for them as they identify the roles that they come from, that they start to put off the old roles. I know, Lord, that the the systems they come from are probably not going to be excited about that. That will probably be scary for them. So give them strength, give them perseverance, give them kindness, give them compassion, give them understanding as they explain what they're doing, as they explain their discipleship process to the people that don't get it give them words, give them confidence to know that you are with them, that your spirit is working in them, that you will not leave them, that you're not going to forsake them. And then I do pray that there would be a sense of excitement in them. No matter where your path is taking them. That there is a day when they are standing strong, when they weren't strong before, when there's a day when they're putting words to things that they never had words for, when they can partner with someone in a dating relationship as a team member, as, as, as someone that can walk shoulder to shoulder with them, not rescuing them, not needing to be rescued, not battling with them, but teaming with them, partnering with them, collaborating with them, encouraging them, being encouraged, giving and receiving, being vulnerable, being strongly anchored in you together. All God's people said, Amen.